Blog Talk Radio. One, two, three, four. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in once again to the place where sports opinions collide. Dead End Sports. I'm your host, 12 Kyle. On this week's episode, we're going to preview the upcoming 2014 NFL season. We're going to give you our predictions for the AFC, the NFC, every division, and we're also going to give you our Super Bowl predictions as well. Of course, going to be joined by my partners, you know them, BZ, FIFO, Ken. So pass the word, Dead End Sports, it's the NFL preview, and it's about to go down right now. Let's bring in the beat maker of the crew, my man B. Beezy, what up, though? 
What up, though, man? I'm up here doing my fantasy draft in my main league, man. $100, winner take all. So, 14. <laughs> so, you figure $200 is, is in stake here, man. And I'm, I'm So, excuse me if I seem a little, you know, incoherent and not act like I'm not paying attention because I'm, like, focused. Right, 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 right. How, how you looking so far? Uh, I got, uh, so far I got Shady, I got Bush, I got Jordy Nelson, Percy Harvey, and Matt Ryan, my quarterback. Okay, okay. Off to a pretty good start. You're off to a pretty good start. Uh, next, let's bring in the point guard of the crew, also the quarterback of the crew, my man FIFO. FIFO, what's good, baby? Yo, 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 what up, Kyle? Chilling, chilling, man. What's going on? I damn near ain't calling in. I forgot it was Tuesday. <laughs> Come on, man. This is, this is the best two hours of the week right here, man. You can't forget about that. Hey, you know what? I, I don't forget about Dennis Worth. It just felt like a Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah same yeah, here. Yeah. Same, and that's yeah. why, you know, I, I didn't send the stuff till this afternoon because I'd forgotten about it. I mean, I had it written up, but I forgot totally about it, man. I, I understand totally. Uh, last but not least, let's bring in the man who was uh, invited to, Wayne, to Dwayne Wade's wedding, but he didn't show up. My man, Ken. Ken, what's going on? Yeah, man, I had to send Dwayne Wade a personal handwritten letter apologizing <laughs> that. Uh, he understood because he knew that we were uh, doing that in sports at the time. So uh, exactly. he, was, he was personally understanding. So, uh, you know, salute to him. And um, and that's about it, man. Uh, yeah, so looking forward to uh, to this show tonight. And, yes, um, you know, I want to uh, go back to what you were saying, man, about uh, people subscribing on iTunes. Definitely please leave a comment um, about the show, what you like, what you don't like, five-star reviews. And there's actually this, this this podcast that I listen to, and they have this doctrine where they read all of the five-star reviews on okay. air. So regardless of whether they're good or bad, they read them on air. So uh, that's something I would like to look into doing, but first you got to okay. get reviews. So definitely, exactly. guys, uh, leave us a review. Let everybody know that you're filming the show. And subscribe on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to YouTube. Blah, 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 all that good stuff. Um, so this week, uh, I didn't quite have time to prepare a uh, hip-hop album of the week, so I'm taking the easy way out. Uh, I'm not doing the Nas, Illmatic, or Reasonable Doubt. I want to kind of stay away from those. You guys know what they are, so you guys can find right. them. So. Uh, but I am taking a slightly easy way, a slight easy way out this year, and I'm gonna go to my guy that I believe has the best discography in hip hop, Mr. Uh, Mr. Scarface. And, okay. Uh, go wrong with, with the faith. first album, man. Uh, yeah, the very first album, which is not talked about enough, if you ask me, Mr. Scarface is back. It's his debut solo album. All you have to do is listen to the title track, uh, Mr. Scarface, mm-hmm. listen to the film, Born Killer, man, all 12, really? But, man, uh, uh, Diary of a Madman, Money in the Power, which is one of my favorite tracks on there. Money in the Power. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's crazy. A minute to pray and a second to die, all of it, man. <clears throat> hey, hey, crack open your Spotify. Uh, when you get a chance, if you're listening to this on the, uh, after the show and not live, when you finish listening, crack open your Spotify and check it out. Trust me, this one you won't be you won't be disappointed, and you'll understand why Scarface is the man. So, Mr. Scarface is back. Yo, I might go ahead and post these on the website too, man, just so uh, people can track 
of what I'm putting out there, man, and also okay. more. That's cool too. That, that's so, cool. Um, and so just anyway, before we even start here. talking uh, sports, man, I, I tell people all the time, man. People look at me when I when I they look at me strange when I say this, but I think Scarface is so underrated, man. As for to be as popular as he is. I think lyrically and just where he is as far as his subject matter, his content, his flow, his style, very underrated. I don't think Scarface yeah. gets half the props that he should get. And people look at me strange nah. when I say that because they're like, oh, he's mainstream. I'm like, he's, he's still underrated to me. <laughs> he's not he's in my top ten. Anyway. Top ten MCs. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 won't, I won't even get into it. He's not even mainstream. That's, But whatever. Fine. We, we can talk about that on your show. We <laughs> yeah, we talk about that on my show. On, on 12 <laughs> Cow, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Matter of fact, uh, program note for those of you listening, uh, Dan and Hip Hop will be on my show, uh, the 12 Radio Show, next Wednesday night. Next Wednesday night, 9 p.m., uh, 9 to 11. So make sure that you write it down, take a picture of it, put it in your phone, set your alarm clock, Dan and uh, Hip Hop. So you got, and it'll be the whole Dead and Crew, everybody. Modest Media, uh, Mike C Town, of course, FIFO, Beezy, and Ken. Uh, we're going to be talking hip hop all night. So uh, if you got any questions, uh, if you. Anything you want to talk about, any reviews, whatever you want to talk about, we'll talk about it. So, Dead End Hip Hop next Wednesday night on the 12 Radio Show at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, tonight we're talking NFL preview. We're going to break down the divisions, as I mentioned earlier, and we're also going to give our Super Bowl predictions. Um, so let's start first, man. I, I, I guess we probably should start in the let, – let's start in the AFC East. Um, <clears throat> B, I'll start first with you. Who do you think is going to win the AFC East and rank the teams as how you think they'll finish? Like, if you think Miami will finish first, say Miami, then Buffalo, uh, then New England or whatever, and just add whatever tidbits in you want to add about those teams. Uh, so who, who do you think is going to win the AFC East and then rank the teams? Um, I think, uh, again, I think New England Pacers, man. I think uh, we and you know we all talked about it that – that 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 bond that Belichick and, and Tom Brady have is just like it's, it's unmatched, and I and I think once again, you know, Tom Brady is going to be Tom Brady. He's going to pull through in the, in that division. Um, I can see, I can probably see who else in there? Buffalo, Miami, and the Jets. I don't know. I'm trying to think of someone that can probably get him like a little a little bit of tough time. Maybe Buffalo, but they still suspect at the quarterback position. Um, I, I still think the Pacers are going to take it all away. Maybe Miami? I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I, I don't really see nobody that's really a threat. That's like really a threat to the Patriots. I got I got the Patriots winning the AFC East again, you know, for the for how many years out of the last 14 years? Uh, yeah, they, they, <laughs> right. They, 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 they've been owning the AFC East, man. So, you know, I just I, I just can't think of no, I, you know, it's like Buffalo, yeah, if they play right, but, you know, you don't know what you're going to get from them out there. Quarterback position. They're good and everything. They're pretty much solid in every other position. The, run, the running back, um, wide receiver, tight end core. But, uh, you know, I don't know. And their defense is – I don't know how their defense is really looking. Um, and then, like I said, Miami, they they last another squad that's hit on this. Um, golly. It's, ugh, it's tough, man. I, yeah, Patriots. I say Patriots. It, okay. Okay. How would you uh, – How would you? Who, who's going to come in behind the Patriots? How would you rank them? Oh, um, I'm sorry. Uh, it was on my pick. <laughs> so, um, I say probably. Oh man, I was going to get him. Damn it! I'm sorry, man. This is like serious. This is like super serious, man. Um, I say Buffalo probably be second. Okay. Um, 
Miami would be right behind. No, Buffalo, the Jets, and then Miami. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just going to stick with that. Okay, so that's that's your AFC. And, and, and for those of you scoring at home, we're definitely going to have this written down and etched in stone so that way at the end of the year, one of us is going to look like a genius and the other three, not as much. <laughs> I'll toss it over to my man, FIFO. FIFO, who do you think is going to win the AFC East? Man, uh, AFC East is one of the, you know, softest divisions in football in terms of mm-hmm. the quality of teams. So I, I think... I think Hands down, it's not even going to be close. Patriots are going to win 10-plus games, probably 12 or 13 um, in that division. Um, I don't think that any of the teams in that division have closed the gap. I think the mm-hmm. Jets pose the biggest uh, obstacle in terms of defensively, but obviously we know their ineptitude on offense, so they're not really going to yeah. be a threat. Damn it. Damn, B, put us on me, man. Damn it. <laughs> And then, then, uh, you know, my, my, Miami, you know, I drank a little bit of the juice last year. You know, I'm from you there, did. so, <laughs> you know, just a little bit. They started off nice, man. Um, I like Ryan Tannehill. I like I like where they're going. Um, so, I think Miami finishes second. I think uh, the Jets finish third, and Buffalo probably is the last in that division. Um so, so that's the way I see. I see New England first, Miami second, Jets third, Buffalo fourth. Okay, okay, okay. What about you, Ken? Uh, AFC East, man. Who wins and why? And then rank the uh, the division. I'll go ahead and give my uh, my rankings. Uh, but Kyle, after you finish yours, come back to me. Um, okay. I have, a, I have a, uh, some actually some news. Uh, so AFC East. Uh, is absolutely right. I mean, it, it, look, it would be foolish not to pick the Patriots to win that, that division mm-hmm. unless Brian pulls something out of his hat. The Bills, mm-hmm. the Bills absolutely, uh, I, I won't say they're, they're terrible because we haven't seen them play, but EJ Manuel just concerns the, the heck out of me. Um, I, I think, you know, I was listening to the first take this morning and, and Mark Brunel said something I thought, uh, made a lot of sense. And you, you just can't really throw those quarterbacks out there, man, and expect them or expect all of them to learn on the job. And I think Manuel, E.J. Manuel, would have been a guy that could have benefited from, from just sitting and learning the position. Um, right. Because he's not – he hasn't progressed much in the preseason um, based on his play so far. Look, it could change. I, look, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Once the season kicks off, but right now he just does not look like an NFL quarterback. Um, so anyway, so yeah, the Bills. I, I have no faith in them. Um, Miami Dolphins. We know that they're still undergoing a lot of changes there. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, he, he's definitely a. Uh, uh, I think he could definitely be he is a starter in this league. He'll win games. I don't know if he has the hit factor that you need at that position to, to go to another level. I don't know if he's that kind of guy yet, but I think if they can build a system around him and get him some real players, you know, that can really make some 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 uh, plays for him at the receiver and, and, and the running back position, I think that they'll be okay. Uh, okay. But, you know, it's 
like Tico said, you know, last year, he, he drunk the Kool-Aid, and I told him right here on Dead End Sports that he was crazy. And <laughs> you did. I was right. So, um, back to the jet. Again, I mean, likes being right, y'all. Hey, hey, because, you know, <laughs> what can I say, man? But um, the Jets, man, I think with, with Rex Ryan, you just never know what he can pull out of his head. Like, people was absolutely right. Defensively, I think they can stay in nearly every game they play in. Um, and they are one of the few teams in the AFC East, if not the only team, that could probably give the Patriots problems, even though the Bills, for whatever reason, has a tendency to play them tough. But the Jets can give the Patriots problems in that division, mainly because they just don't like each other. And when you don't like each other, you play every game like like it means something. It means much more than what it is. And And you know what, Ken? Yeah, let me add something real, real quick, too. Um, that I, that I really didn't get, get to when, when it was my turn, but um, honestly, I think the Jets could finish second if Vic plays more than Geno. Okay, yeah. okay, ooh, okay, oh, that's, that's a good point, FIFO. So, do you think I, that Vic will take over at some point in time, or do you think Geno's going to get hurt? How do you think? How do you see that playing out? I just think Vic is more dynamic, and I think that that'll be harder for Belichick to to kind of coach against. So I, I think that if he plays more than Geno, I think the Jets could finish second. But I, I still don't think they win the division. Okay. Nah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're gonna win that division either. That that the, the Patriots, they've had it on lock, man, since damn near Bledsoe was quarterback. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's just one of those things, man. You know, the other teams have just really failed to compete outside of when you know the New York Jets with Sanchez and LT. And, and that defense, Rivas Island, back in their heyday, you know, they 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 were there, they competed, but um, but that system, Belichick Brady combo that people spoke about last week, that you know they've been or on the show or whatever, you know, they just been terrorizing that division, man. So it's theirs to win again. So I I, I got them winning the East, and then so my rankings would be Patriots first, Jets second, uh. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go with quarterback play, man. Hannah uh, Hill over over EJ Manuel. I think that okay. it comes down to between the last two teams. <clears throat> definitely, definitely, definitely. I think, um, man, you guys. It, it, let me before I get started on mine. Let me read back a couple of comments. Uh, my man Tom Adamski on uh, Twitter. He said Patriots, then the Dolphins, then the Jets, then the Bills, and I think we had a couple people in the chat room sound off on it. Uh, my man Black Fist up said. Patriots, Dolphins, Jets, and Bills. He said it's a very weak division. My man Jock mm-hmm. in, uh, on, in the chat room also said the Patriots, Miami, Buffalo, excuse me, New York, then Buffalo. Um, he said I think it'll be the runner-up for the number one pick, so he doesn't see Buffalo doing anything this year. Um, much like you guys, I, I think if I – and it's hard to call a, a, a division weak in the NFL because they're all professionals um, – but I think if you hold them up against each other division, uh, I, I think clearly the um, AFC East is the the, the, the weakest. Uh, I'm going with New England, like Beasy said. They they've won it since forever, um, and I think they'll they'll probably be the only team that to make the playoffs coming out of that division. Then I got Miami edging out the Jets, uh, and then Buffalo. I think I think Miami is, is a team that can make some noise. 
uh, particularly coming down in, in the in the latter part of the season. They, they're usually a team that kind of finishes kind of strong. Um, I don't know if Rex Ryan is nece- necessarily playing for a contract. If he's under, you know, if he's under scrutiny, I think it's uh, you know defensively. I think the Jets are going to be right there in the mix. Defensively, there's they seem to be there every year. Uh, you know they're going to have to be able to get consistent quarterback play from Geno Smith or Michael Vick, whomever is playing out there. Obviously, Geno's got the start, uh, but you know that offensive line is going to have to hold up for him to uh, to be able to produce all season. At the end. And at the end of the day, I don't know who he's throwing the ball to. <laughs> you know, people talk about with the, the con- quarterback controversy in New York. I really don't know who is going to be throwing who they're going to be throwing the ball to. Um, that remains to be seen. So. I'm going with, with uh, New England, then Miami, then the New York Jets, then the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the phone number to call in six four six four seven eight zero three five six. Ken, you wanted to? Uh, you said you had some news for us. Let me jump back to you before we get started on the next question. Yeah, um, I, I just saw this man. I guess it, it broke at eight thirty or maybe a little bit before. I don't know. Um, but either way, I just saw that West Welker was suspended for yeah, games for yeah. PCU. Yeah, it. it and t- today was real, real weird, man, because there was a lot of sports news that, like, it's, it's kind of weird. And, and I, obviously, we're talking pre NFL preview, but I mean, we could definitely get into it, especially if someone calls in and want to talk about it. Uh, a couple of things that came across the wire today, maybe around six thirty, six thirty ish, it broke that Wes Welker had been suspended by the NFL for uh, taking amphetamines. Uh, word on the street is that, and this is pretty credible is that Wes Welker, while at the Kentucky Derby, uh, popped a molly. Yeah, man, popped a molly, <laughs> sweat. <laughs> and, and now, and I tweeted it not too long ago, I said it makes sense now because Wes Welker, if you remember, had won, like he, 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 he bet on some horse, and he won a lot of money, and he was seen giving like $100 bills out to strangers. Like he had a stack of money, he was just passing out $100 bills hey. like it was nothing. And so if he yeah, if he was out there passing away hundred dollar bills, he probably was high. So yeah, Wes Walker, uh he's looking at he's at a four game suspension. Um earlier this afternoon the league handed down the suspension for uh Colts owner Jim owner Jim Ursay. Uh he's been fined for five hundred thousand dollars, which is the maximum amount that can be fined to an owner, uh and he will serve a six game suspension. Uh Ursay has also been placed on a Twitter ban by Roger Goodell. If you're familiar with Jim Irsay, he is on Twitter real heavy. And uh, so that has been uh, kiboshed, if you will. So no Twitter for Jim Irsay. He is banned for six games, can't report to the facility, can't do anything as the coach, owner, and operator-in-chief. Um, and uh, also late breaking news this afternoon was that, uh, obviously we talked about it. Well, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but the news broke that Michael Sam was not did not make the Rams team and was not – put on their practice squad, but the word on the street from NFL insiders is that he is currently in Dallas, and if he passes a physical, he is expected to be signed to the Dallas Cowboys practice squad. So Michael Sam, the first NFL's first openly gay active player, uh, is about to put that star on his helmet, man. I mean, barring, barring something crazy, him passing a physical, uh, that is going to happen. So, yeah, those, those are some sort of major stories that broke uh, this afternoon and uh, early this afternoon and and late this afternoon here, uh, Ken, did you want to did you want to talk about Walker or anything like that? No, I just saw it, and uh, I know we were um, preview heavy, so mm-hmm. I, you know I wanted to get that in. I wasn't exactly sure how you know how we would you know would look on time later on in the show, 
But if we do have time, I would like to come back and talk about Michael's fam. And I would like to, you know, share a few comments on the Jim Ursay story as well once once we wrap up. So if we have time, I'd like to definitely chime in on those. Okay, definitely, definitely, definitely. Phone number, call in 646-478-0356. You are locked in live to Dead End Sports. Dead End Sports. I'm your host, 12 Kyle, joined by my boys. You know them, Ken, B, and FIFA. We are Dead End Sports, the place where sports opinions collide. Uh, now let's jump over to the AFC North. The AFC North. Uh, FIFA, I'll start with you, man. Who do you think is going to win the AFC North and rank how you think the teams will finish? You know, the AFC North, man, it, 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 it's kind of tough because I really feel there's three uh, three playoff teams in this division. Now, who has the best season? That, that, that That's a tough thing. Because uh, y'all already know how I feel about Andy Dalton. Uh, very popular. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't yeah, feel like he's do. a Yeah, I don't think he's a $100 million man. Um, you know, Pittsburgh is always tough with that defense. And right. I, I, I like the offense that, that, that they're running right now. Um, now, can 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 it, can it all sink and mesh? I don't know. So I think that the two clear leaders in the division as of today before the season starts, I feel like it's Baltimore and Cincinnati. Now, if I had to put my money on one of them, I'm going to go with the deeper talent. So I'm going to go with Cincinnati winning the division. Uh, but, but that's slightly. And, again, you know, this is pre-watching. I'm not even really taking, you know, too much of preseason into account. I'm just really going by the depth of Cincinnati. So I think they win the division. But I think Baltimore could eke it out. Um, you know, so I, I'm not discounting Baltimore whatsoever, or even Pittsburgh for that matter. But I definitely think Cincinnati finishes first, Baltimore finishes second. Pittsburgh third, and I'm not even going to say too much about the Browns because, you know, they don't pass the eyeball mm-hmm. test whatsoever. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so there you have Vivo. All right, let's throw it back over to Ken. Ken, how, how do you see the AFC North uh, rank, uh, finishing up? Man, this is, uh, yeah, this, they, these teams, man, the top Yeah, it gets three, a little they, tougher here. They, they, <laughs> They beat up on each other. Um, at least now, now that Cincinnati has has been competitive for the last three years since Andy Dalton took over, um, you know, which is no surprise there. Uh, you know, it, it, it makes it harder to pick the division because prior to that, you had only two teams really competing. That was Pittsburgh and Baltimore. All right, so me, who do I pick when this division? Le'Veon Bell's suspension, of course, and Marcus Blunt, whatever happens with them, I'm not, I can't remember exactly if anything has happened. LeGarrette Blunt. He was suspended? You said Marcus Blunt. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, my bad. They, uh, Mike Tomlin came out today and said that both LeGarrette Blunt and, uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell will play this Sunday. All right. So. That doesn't mean they won't be suspended, but they're playing this Sunday. All right, cool. So I am going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, okay. Um, I put in, yeah, I am putting my money. Remember, they they were hot last year, and and they um, were. Lady was hurt for a good portion of the year last year uh, in some key games, but they they finally 
figured it out. And um, so, believe it or not, I, I think I'm going to put my money on the running game of of the Steelers. Le'Veon Bell can play, and Big Ben can play. My concerns are um, who they're throwing to a little bit, but I look, man, they just put people out there and, and they just managed to uh, to win ball games. So. I think they'll come out. I think they'll have fire. So I'm, I'm going to go with the brother. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, with uh, with Tomlin, I, I think they're going to win that division. It's, it's it's going to be tough, but I think that they can do it because I think they would just end up beating on each other anyway. So that's what I'm looking at there. Uh, let's see. So moving. Okay, before you go on. Yes. Before you go on, how how many wins do you think it takes to win that division? Ooh, that's a good question, FIFO. Because <laughs> I agree, it's tough. I, it's a top three. Is a in that conference is is those top three teams, and I agree. I think one of those three could definitely make the playoffs. But how many wins does it take? I think it'll take. So they'll get two wins unless something happened with the Browns. So I think they'll all get spotted two wins from Cleveland. All right. So, so, so you're already putting Cleveland at 0-6. <laughs> <Basically. laughs> I think they'll lose this game uh, within the division. At least five. You know, uh, no less than four. All right. So anyway, I think it'll take uh, – I think because they, they'll beat up on each other, man, I think they'll need at least – 10 or 11. Okay. 10 or 11. All right. Yeah. I think they're going to have to take care of business outside of the division, though. Because you can't Absolutely. lose games outside of the division and lose games inside of the division. Because that, 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 that won't help them at all. So they have to take care of business outside of the division because mm-hmm. they're going to beat up on each other. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if they go one and one against each other. You know, within the division. Right, right, right. Just splits all the way down. So, so yeah. So it's gonna come to games outside of the division for me. At least that's what I see. Um, man, second and third is tough. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Uh, even though Baltimore has looked good to me in the playoffs in the preseason. Shout out to Psycho. I'm, I'm riding with, with Dalton and the Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> uh, to finish second. And then I'll put, you know, Flacco will come in the rear. Uh, unfortunately for them, Ray Rice's suspension, I doubt, will hurt them much. But, right. you know, and I think they lost Bernard Pierce, too. Um, but they could still come out the gate 0-2. <laughs> so, you know, depending on what happens. But uh, And I haven't looked at the schedule. Let's see who they're playing. But, yeah, so I got Pittsburgh first, Betsy second, Baltimore third, and, of course, Cleveland pulling up the rear. And I think – oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Baltimore is – well, they may go one and one. Uh, no, 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 that was preseason. I'm trying to look – damn, where's the regular season schedule? Anyway, those are my picks. Oh, here's the schedule. Those are my picks. So that's who I have. Uh, yeah, they don't have the oh regular season schedule here. But yeah, B, what about you, B? Um, NFC, I'm excuse me, AFC North. How, how do you see that thing shaping out? Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, real quick. Yeah, they <laughs> can do it. Baltimore can come out the gate. I'm sorry, 
Baltimore can come out the gate 0-2. They play Cincinnati first, and then they play Pittsburgh without Ray Rice. Damn. That's not good. Anyway, go ahead, Pete. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of like on the fence between Cincinnati and Pittsburgh as far as who takes the division. Uh, I guess just probably based off just talent and on paper, I'm going to go with Cincinnati taking the uh, AFC North with Pittsburgh right there close behind them at, at second. And then I got Baltimore third and then Cleveland, Cleveland Browns last. I got them dead last in that AFC North. I got Cincinnati probably winning about 11 games. Pittsburgh might win 10 or 11 games, and Baltimore give them like nine games, and Cleveland probably win four games. Okay, okay. There, there you have it. The picks in from the fellas. Uh, let me give you mine. Um, <clears throat> I got uh, Andy Dalton in Cincinnati uh, winning the division. I think ultimately I think that that defense is going to prevail. Um, arguably one of the best defenses uh, in the AFC uh, last year statistically, so I think they'll be back. I don't think they're going to miss a beat. Uh, they'll have the big guy, uh, Geno Atkins, in the middle again, coming off of, uh, I think he tore his Achilles last year. His Achilles or ACL, one of, one of the two, but he's supposedly back this year, uh, full speed ahead. Um, <clears throat> I think, you know, the combination of Dalton and Green is, is going to be, you know, huge again. Uh, I think they're going to be able to do enough to run the mm-hmm. ball. Uh, I think they have enough to win the division. I don't think that but this, but like Ken said, this this division is so black and blue, man. I mean, they beat up on each other all year long. Um, I got Baltimore coming in a close second. I think I think Cincinnati. I, this is what I think. I think Cincinnati, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. But I think there probably will, will only be maybe two games to separate the first team and the, and the second team. Excuse me, the first team and the third team. So I think Cincinnati will finish. You know, let's say ten and six. Baltimore at nine and seven. And Pittsburgh at eight and eight, and Cleveland's coming in last. Uh, I don't know what they're going to finish at, but I, I think it's just going to be that close. I think it's um, it's it, you know it could go either way, but I, I'm I gotta lean towards Cincinnati. Uh, one stat that I found out today was they said that the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers said that they are the oldest defense in the in the um in the league. That they start their starters average ages that that are old, and they don't really you don't really think old. I mean, you think old when you think about about Troy Polamalu and maybe Ike uh, Ike Taylor, but you know uh, statistically these guys are pretty pretty old. So um, I'm rolling with Cincinnati, man. I'm rolling with Cincinnati to win the division. Uh, let's check here. Let's see if we got some comments on Twitter. Uh, my man. Uh, Jockzilla, uh, he's on Twitter. He said he's got Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Baltimore. And my man Swaggin Mike on Twitter said Baltimore, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. He said y'all sleeping on my Ravens. Okay, so he's a Ravens fan. So, you know, fan. little home home love right there. Uh, keep the comments coming. Three four, excuse me, six four six four seven eight zero three five six. Again, six four six four seven eight zero three five six. This is the place where sports opinions collide. You're locked in live to Dead End Sports. I'm your host, 12 Kyle, and joined by my partners, BZ, Ken, and FIFO. So hit us up. Pass the word. Dead End Sports. Um, now let's move over to the AFC South. Uh, the AFC South, uh, obviously the teams in the AFC South, that would be Houston, Tennessee, Jacksonville, and the Indianapolis Coast. So I'll start with you first, FIFO. Uh, AFC South, man, uh, Who's going to win it and rank the teams how they will finish? 
You know, this is another um, division I, I think is soft, uh, but I, I think they're, they're 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 getting better. And I think the reason why they've been soft is because of quarterback play. Let's be honest, mm-hmm. Manning dominated this this division for you know the game and a half, right. <laughs> and 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 realistically, he hasn't had competition there. I think the next best quarterback in the AFC South probably all time was Mark Nell. So that mm-hmm. that just goes to show you how long ago that was. Um, you know, uh, t- t- Tennessee. Yeah, they had they had McNair. You know, they have Vince Young. Vince Young was short lived, and Houston really never had anybody. And that's been their problem because probably in terms of overall team talent, they have the most in that division minus quarterback. So that that that's what's holding them back. Uh, and I think they're probably going to have another disappointing year. Andre Johnson is going to be pissed again. Um, they're probably going to have to trade him or do something with him in the offseason. That's my prediction. You heard it here. FIFO said it. Um, but I, I think hands down, this is Indianapolis division to win. They have by far the best quarterback in the division. And when you have that, you have a chance to win. Um, you know, Andrew Luck, you guys will see it in our top ten list. Um, Andrew Luck made all of our top five. So, yep. with that being said, I think hands down is Indianapolis's division to win. Houston, uh, with a decent second. Um, I, I just, you know, quarterback play, man. I think that defense yeah. is going to keep them in there. Uh, you know, they have a lot of offensive weapons. They just don't have the guy to really spread the ball around. But, um, you know, if the coaching staff is smart, I, I, I think that they can make this this team more than respectable, you know, in terms of win-loss record. Uh, Tennessee, I think a lot of people are sleeping on them. I think they're going to be a lot better than what uh, we've known for them to be, but still I don't think that they have enough to get over the hump. I think they could maybe finish second, but I'm going with Houston because of the talent. And Jacksonville, um, you know, we see the future with Blake Bortles. They just Mm -hmm. need more around them. So there's no reason to rush this guy in there. You know he can play. Um, I'm not saying that he's going to be top five all time or even top five in the NFL when he starts playing, but we know that he's better than the majority of the NFL quarterbacks just by the eyeball test. He makes throws that veterans make. He's not scared in the pocket. He has that awareness in the pocket, um, and, and he's only going to get better, you know, um, and, and he's just, he just needs more weapons. So I think Jacksonville's future is bright now that they do have a quarterback, and they probably have the second-best quarterback in the division. Uh, but, you know, the time is just not now. So, Indiana, Houston, maybe Tennessee second, um, and then Jacksonville last. Okay, okay. What about you, B? Uh, AFC South, man, how, how are you going to see it? How do you see it playing out? Beasy. We're on mute. <laughs> My bad. My bad, man. My bad. I, I was, I was, I was, I was getting, I was mm. draft. I'm sorry. Um, I got, I got. Of course, I got the Indiana, Indianapolis Colts winning the uh, AFC South. Um, I'm a firm believer of Andrew Luck. Um, I think he's going to lead his team to 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 taking that division easily. And for some reason, I, you know what? This is going to be my shocker in there. You know, NFL is so unpredictable. I yeah, have it a feeling is. Tennessee. I have a Tennessee, Tennessee might be the second best team in the in the AFC. Really? South, right up under okay. the Yep, I have a feeling. I have a feeling they're gonna come in. They're gonna shock some people. Like people said, they're a lot better than what you know what we think. You know, their roster might not look that very sexy, but I just have a feeling, man. I got a feeling Tennessee might might do something and shock us. 
Plus, I've never, every time when I believe in Houston, every year I'm like, okay, on paper, mm-hmm. they're like the best on the AFC, and they always shit the bed. So it's like, you know, I, I think Houston might be that third best team in, in the AFC South and probably miss the playoffs again with, with the highest expectations going into this season. Um, and then I got Jacksonville going last. I, I think Jacksonville, with, with Blake Bortles, and they get a couple pieces around them. You know, Jack, in, in a couple of years, that can probably be Jacksonville. Uh, they, they might be second or, or battling with Andrew Luck for the best spot in the South. But they still last. I see. The, I still got them winning maybe four games, maybe five this whole season. But, yeah, I got the Colts, Tennessee, Houston, and Jacksonville. Okay, okay, okay. What about you, Ken? Uh, how do you see the uh, AFC South shaping up? Uh, Colts will win that division. They have the quarterback, so they're, they're going to take that division. Um, much like B, I like Tennessee uh, a lot. Uh, but Jake Locker concerns because I don't <laughs> yeah. if he can stay on the field. He, he's a playmaker when he's playing. But when he's not playing, he, you know, Tennessee is just downright, uh, uh, damn, they're terrible. Um, That's but, true. But who, who's throwing the ball for Houston, though? Uh, damn, you uh, got a good question. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They like, just, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's That's a good question. Like, Houston is very unproven at the quarterback position. Yeah, yeah. It's Ryan, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, does that name really scare you? And they just the traded for uh, Mallet, if I'm not mistaken, from the from the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah they did. So I think he'll I mean, probably be the eventual starter. Jake Locker looks a little – I mean, you're right, Ken. He said he could get hurt, but if he's healthy, I mean, I, I think that's a sexier pick than Houston as far as his upper quarterback play alone. Yeah, I mean, no, no, I agree. Kendall Wright, Kendall Wright can play. He can definitely catch the ball. This Sankey kid that they got, you know, and, and combining him with Sean Green – um, I, I think they can they can do some uh, work on the ground. Um, I, I just if, if Chase Locker is hurt, man, I, I don't know if they can get the job done because when the play breaks down, he can turn around and make a play, and, and you know with his legs, and he, you know he, he I mean he made a living in that, and that's also how he typically ends up getting hurt. Uh, Houston defensively, I think they they have the talent. Uh, Fitzpatrick is the starting speed. They have Arian Foster. He's here, still there, and you know Brian. And you know they have the. I think he's a rookie, so they have him. Uh, is he a rookie? Uh, no, no, no. Jonathan, he's not. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the other guy, Alfred Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, LSU. So anyway, so they have him. So they have guys that can run the ball, mm-hmm. but. It, I don't know if I will necessarily believe much in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, then I have to look at the quarterback, and that concerns me. Even if they have Andre Johnson and, and DeAndre Hopkins, you know, uh, opposite of each other. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, look, we all know Andre Johnson didn't make my top five. So just <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see what he do this year, and, and hopefully he made me eat my words. I'll be okay with it. But um, but not nah, man. So. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, this division, man, it's just it's suspect. There's not enough quarterbacks to compete internally uh, among each other. So, uh, I'm, I'm going out on a limb, man. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Colts first, 
I'm going Jaguar second, man. I, okay. I, mean, I know this. I, 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 it's something about about Blake Bortles that that interests me, man. And when I look at Fitzpatrick and I look at Jake Locker, if Jake Locker is not healthy, that team will struggle. So when I look at Jacksonville, I think. As Depot pointed out, they are the second closest thing to having a quarterback within this division. Now, they're not very good on the ground, but Toby Gerhardt has shown that he can run the ball. Mm-hmm. Can he do it as an every down back? I don't know. Uh, Cecil Shorts, he can play. Marquez Lee, he can make plays. I don't know, man. I got a funny feeling. I got a funny feeling. So defensively, I don't know quite how good they will be, and they may lose the games on the defensive end. <clears throat> but I'm I, I'm gonna ride out with Blake Bortles on this one. I, I just got a funny feeling, man, that they might sneak up and win. If they start out hot, or if they win just enough games in the first eight, I, I, I you know I think they'll compete. I don't know, but okay. they may lose, okay. win four or five games, like B said. I don't know. I don't care if I get it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Let me give you my AFC South, man. I'm going to go with the Colts first. Uh, Like one of you guys said, uh, you know, this has been the Colts division, or at least it seems like it forever with Peyton Manning in the division for as long as he was the sheriff in town. There's a new sheriff in town, obviously, and Andrew Luck. And uh, like FIFO said, Andrew Luck is on our top five. Uh, Each, All of us pick pick him to be a top five quarterback right now in the NFL. I'm going with Houston second. I think that, that defense is really impressive. Obviously, uh, if, if you, if you, in case you missed it, J.J. Watt uh, signed a $100 million contract today uh, with the Houston uh, Texans, so he is locked in. Uh, I think 50, almost $52 million of it was guaranteed. So he is paid, he is paid, he is paid. Um, I, I think somehow offensively, Whoever the, whoever the quarterback is, they're going to figure out a way to get it done. I predict that Houston will come in second. There's too much talent on that team for them not. And, they, and they, I mean, they were a train wreck last year, but they, you know, had so many issues. I mean, I mean, the head coach, I mean, had a had a heart attack during the game for Christ's sake. Um, I, I think Houston bounces back. Not enough to make it to the playoffs, but I think they'll be in the mix. Uh, Tennessee, I've got coming in third, and I've got Jacksonville. I got Jacksonville coming in last, but. Watch Blake. You, you just mentioned Blake Bortles, man. Watch Blake Bortles. That kid, if they can put some pieces around him, I mean, if they really don't have much now, but in due time, if if they can keep it together in Jacksonville, and I know it's, we've probably been saying that for the last ten ten years, but he's a, he's a, he's a star. He is a guy that looks like like you talk about that the eye test. He looks like an NFL quarterback. I mean, he's very poised in the pocket. And to be honest, he doesn't have a whole lot of talent around him, but he, he can play. He can play. Mark my word, this kid is going to be, if he can stay healthy and if they can find him one or two weapons uh, and, a, and a sound running game, he's going to be okay. Blake Bortles will be okay. So I got uh, Jacksonville coming in last, Tennessee, like I said, in, in third. Uh, Houston and uh, coming in at number two, and then the Indianapolis Colts at number one. Uh, the phone number to call in six four six four seven eight zero three five six. We're talking predictions tonight. Hit us up. Call us in, uh, NFL fans. If you want to shout out your team, call us. Call us up six four six 
478-0356. This is an interactive show, so we're asked that you not just listen to the show. Be a part of the show. Hit us up, 646-478-0356. If you just want to call and say, hey, I love the Dallas Cowboys and hang up the phone, that's fine. Call call us up. Hit us up, 646-478-0356. Um, now let's take it over to the AFC West. Uh, I'll start first with you, Ken. AFC West, man, who's going to – I think I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and, th- and say that we're all going to pick the, the same winner for the AFC West, but but you go ahead and start us off, man. Who do you think wins the AFC West and then rank how the division will finish? Well, I, I, you know what, I'll just go ahead and skip over um, uh, the Denver Broncos. We all know that they're going to win the division, um, so no need to even, even uh, elaborate much there. They have Peyton Manning. They have – you know, weapons, I don't think losing, you know, Welker will hurt them that much at all. I think Monte Ball will have a great year this year and um, prove that, you know, losing Marino is, is uh, won't won't be that much of a detriment. Not that many people are saying that he will be anyway. Um, so, yeah, the Denver, man, the upgrades they have on, on defense, man, I, I, it just, they, did, they made all the right moves in the offseason. So, uh, so yeah, they should win this division hands down. But I do think that San Diego will give them some competition. Okay. Because there is, there is a quarterback that can go toe-to-toe with Peyton Manning. It is Phillip Rivers because he has the attitude to do it, and he proved it last year three times in the three times that they played. So, um, so yeah, I think they'll be right there with them even though I think they will finish third in the division because I'm putting my money in the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy okay. Reid. Uh, okay. I think that defense will return last net again this year. Jamal Charles is a stud. Alex Smith does just enough to win games. I would like to see Dwayne Bowe step it up a little bit more. He hasn't um, on the level that we think his talent that on the level that his talent displays at times, mm-hmm. but that being mm-hmm. said, the system what Andy Reid has was able to do since he has taken over that team speaks volumes because they were right there and they were, I mean they they look they should have been Houston we all know that yeah <laughs> they just, every defensive person they had on their team and and they just didn't have any help um, but. The way Andy Reid's system is set up, they don't really need that many playmakers on the offensive side when it comes to receivers. Um, but it would, it can hurt <laughs> to have a few, you know, when you need to make a play or when you need Alex Smith to drive down the field and win the game for you. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I will um, pick them to come in second. And uh, San Diego third, and the Raiders will finish last in the division because they are an absolute mess <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah, they, they're just – even though they're starting a Derek Carr kid, I didn't have a chance to see him play in the preseason. But I'm hearing some pretty good things about him. So, um, but mm-hmm. uh, who they're throwing to, you know, and, and you know, I, I think Maurice Jones-Drew, I think his days are, are really uh, done and – uh, you know, Darren McFadden, we don't we don't know who 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 will step on the field 
Um, or when he'll ever step on the field. But when he'll be How much Jones Drew has left? Because he, he didn't look that good last year, man. Uh, he, yeah, I don't I don't know, man. But, um, but yeah, man, this is Peyton Manning's division. It's, it's part of the reason why he picked Denver, because he knew that there was no competition. He can walk into the playoffs each and every year. So uh, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll pick them to win the division. And, uh, okay. and I'll just leave it. Okay, okay. What about you, FIFO, man? AFC West, how do you see that thing playing out? You know, in the AFC, I think that this is the best uh, the, the the best division for the quarterbacks in the AFC. Um, Derek Carr, you know, he is young. I did get to see him play against Seattle, and uh, he looked impressive. Um, you know, I, I think that he probably will have some type of success, mainly because Defensive coordinators don't know anything about him. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think he'll catch a couple teams by surprise. But eventually, you know, he, he's, he's going to be a rookie quarterback. And you're going to be able to rattle a lot of them guys for pressure. They, there's a lot of things in the NFL that no rookie quarterback has seen. And, and it's just going to – there's going to be an adjustment period. But I like the future of the Raiders. I think I think that eventually Derek Carr is going to be the stabilizing factor for them moving forward. Um, kind of like Jacksonville. Um, I'm not that high on Derek Carr as I am Blake Bortles, just based off of what I've seen. But I think that Derek Carr can be their guy uh, moving forward. Um, again, you know, I, you know De- De- Denver, you know, Peyton Manning, he's going to throw 35-plus touchdowns. These boys are going to have maybe two or three losses all year. The defense is even better. The offense is going to be even better because of another year of experience with the guy Peyton Manning under, the, under center. So, hands down, Denver's going to walk away with this division. Right. Um, I think that second is going to be up for grabs uh, because think about it. Three teams made the playoffs out of this division last year. Okay. So who got the ESPN? <laughs> what is he doing? That should be. My man. My man. That's me. My man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in case you miss it, our boy B is a, he's he, he's doing two things at one time, and he, he's right here with Dead End Sports, but he's also participating in a fantasy football draft. So all you fantasy football heads, you already know how how stressful it is. So, uh, but yeah, B's got his fantasy draft going, but he's right here. He's right here. Go ahead, FIFO. Yeah, um, let me see. And then uh, you know, three 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 out of the four teams made the playoffs in this division. So obviously, this is the toughest division in the AFC. Um, I don't know if all three of them make it again, but I think that Kansas City gets second place again. I think San Diego gets third, and Oakland will be last. Okay, okay. There it is. So nobody, nobody's believing in the Raiders. Nah, not yet. Give them two years. <laughs> what about you, B man? How, how do you see this thing playing out for the AFC West? Uh yeah, Denver taking it, but you know don't sleep on Kansas City. I think you know Kansas City is gonna be right there fighting with them. You know, um, and like I said again, that's one thing I love about the NFL. It's so unpredictable. I mean, yeah, we going in saying Denver gonna do this and this team gonna do that and whatever, but then you know come the first few weeks or whatever, we'd be like, damn, I didn't think this team was gonna come out ball like this, so. We'll see. Uh, you know, Kansas City defense, their offense can match what their defense can do because we know what their defense is capable of doing. You know, don't be surprised if, if they if they might if they might pull it out, pull out the win. Not, not I'm not saying that, K, that uh, Kansas City gonna go out and win the Super Bowl or do something, but you know, 
don't be surprised with it. Just because you win division doesn't mean you're going to do anything in the playoffs. I mean, they can still of course, of course. win division. They can still win division, and Denver can still pop them in the mouth in the playoffs. So, you know, that doesn't mean anything. But, you know, don't be surprised. I, I mean, I still got Denver because, you know, you can't. It's hard to bet against Peyton Manning during the regular season. It so, is. You know, I got, I got, I got Denver taking, you know, the AFC, AFC West with Kansas City close, right behind them in second. Uh, San Diego Chargers. That's another team, like Ken said, you know, Phillip Rivers can match what Peyton can do. They can fight. They can be fighting for Kansas for, for the second place. You know what I'm saying? So, but I got them going third, and I got Oakland Raiders oh, just terrible at last. <laughs> no love for the Raiders. Yeah, I, I, no much like Raiders. everybody else, man, I got Denver uh, going first. <laughs> I, I think they'll run the table. Um, you know, it, it's pretty much a wash. I mean, I, I think they will get, just like last year, I think they're going to get a lot of competition from uh, Kansas City. That Kansas City team, man, they, they, they're one or two players away. I think last year, if I'm not mistaken, they got knocked out in the playoffs by the Colts, if I'm not mistaken, but they played them on the road. I think if Kansas City can kind of revamp them some things, maybe get a home playoff game, that's a team that can do some damage once the playoffs starts, particularly if they're playing at home. Um, I got San Diego. San Diego's uh, kind of middle of the road. Uh, they're, they're about average to me. I mean, I think Phillip Rivers obviously is a, is, a, is a great quarterback. I just don't know with a new coach and everything and, and new schemes. I don't know how they're gonna how everything's gonna fit. Um, the coach's not new as far as this is not his first year, but I don't know. I just I think San Diego's just in the middle. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Oakland, yeah, dead last. Uh, not much I can say about Oakland, but the, the great thing about uh, the great thing about the NFL is that there there are always those teams that go from you know worst to first and, and things of that nature. So I think you know as, as much as we are kind of sleeping on some of these teams, and, and my man Q, uh, aka the Six Man, he he tweeted to us. He said that uh, he thinks Jacksonville can make can get a wild card. I, I won't go that far, but. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think uh, it, it it's going to ha- it's going to happen at some point in time for one in one of these teams, one of the divisions. So we'll definitely see how it plays out. Uh, the phone number to call in six four six four seven eight zero three five six again six four six four seven eight zero three five six. You're locked in live to Dead End Sports. I'm your host, Twelve Kyle. We're talking the NFL preview. Got FIFO, Beasy, and Ken on the line. Join us six four six four seven eight Zero three five six. Now let's take it over to the NFC East. Uh, the NFC East, man, is is always a, a black and blue division. I mean, it's it's a battle, uh, tooth and nail. Uh, it, and for it, it seems like for the last few years, it's come down to the final weekend of the season. Um, so, B, I'll start first with you, man. NFC East, man, who wins it, and how how do they rank? How they'll finish? Ew, NFC East. Um, I have, I got Philly winning the NFC East. Um, okay. Second. Damn, second. This is this is this is a tough one. I think the second. It's, I mean, it's toss up between I think Cowboys and um and the Redskins. Cause I got Giants last. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> you lie. But you, but you know what? Though, because, I mean, to, to Giants' credit, they they are known to starting off the season slouch, and then they, they you know, if for some reason November, December, they just wake up. So you know, if they still in the hunt by come you know the end of October, going into November, they can probably take the division. 
But just all right, not right now. On paper, I got I got Philly. I think um, Shady and Foles. We'll we'll see what Foles is about. You know, not, now now he's into the coordinators and everybody got film on him. So now we're about to see what he's about. Um, see if he's gonna still perform the way he did last season, late last season. So um, I got Philly um, with the first place. Second, I don't know, for some reason, I don't know, man. RG, I, I guess it's based off preseason. RG three looked it very bad. And I, I don't know what's going on, you know, with RG three mentally or whatever. And I don't know. If you, I don't know. I don't know if it's a new coaching system and everything, and him getting stuff acclimated. But ah, I think I might. I might have to roll with uh, Dallas Cowboys second and Washington third, with the Giants being last. Okay. Okay. I think, okay. I, I, think, I, think, I think. I think. I think my boy Dez Bryant, man. I think Romo going. <laughs> Romo going. Going. Romo and Dez Bryant going ball out, and I think they're going to finally. Let Demarcus Murray fly. I think they're gonna finally let him spread his wings and fly, and let that man, let that man be great. Let him be great. Well, you know, Demarcus Marcus be... Murray just—he's—he's he's got to be healthy. I think that's the biggest thing, man. I think he'll he was be healthy. healthy last year. Yeah, I think he'll be healthy. Yeah, I think he—I okay. think he's gonna, okay. he gonna really—he's gonna really show. Like, look, I'm—I'm I'm gonna show y'all why I'm, I should be considered in the elite running backs right now. So. I think Dallas gonna be second, man. I think they can pull out and be the second best team in NFC East. Like I said, Washington Redskins being third and Giants last. Okay, okay. What, what about you, Ken? Uh, NFC East, man. How do you see this thing shaking out, man? Man, um, yeah, this is rough. I thought Washington early was just going to run away with it, mainly because I thought RG3 was going to be back. But like he said, he looks flat-out terrible. Um, he looks in, in, in spices. Okay, um, Ken, let me stop you right there. Quick question, man. And since you, you mentioned RG3, and I wasn't going to go there, but I, is, it, is it beyond the realm of thinking that RG3 at some point will be set down for Kirk Cousins? I think he will. Stop smoking, uh, okay. K. Stop smoking. I, I I, if so he's he playing like this, Kirk Cousins hasn't proven that he's any better than he had a chance last year. But I think at some point, if RG3 don't play any better and they're losing, you will see Kirk Cousins installed into the starting lineup just to see if they can start winning some games. Or RG3, as I was about to say, because he, he refuses to slide – will end up getting him something oh, out of a few games. So, um, he, I, I don't know, man, that injury really messed him up. And he hasn't been able to really get it together since then. And, um, and he doesn't look, he, he just, he, he looks indecisive. He looks like, you know, he, he looks like a rookie all over again. And he should not be playing like this. He should be on another level. We should be talking about RG3 on the same level as we, we talk about Andrew Luck. You know, mm-hmm. and that's how good he was his first year. So anyway, so uh, oh, I, got, I have threat uh, in finishing third. I want them to finish first because I like RG3. But I don't trust RG3 right now, and I hope he proves me wrong. But until then, right now, based on what I have seen, they are the third best team in the division. I don't really believe in Nick Foles. So I <laughs> for the third year in a row, I am going to ride out with the Dallas Cowboys. 
Uh, let me be very, very, very clear. I do not care much for the Cowboys. All mm-hmm. of the Cowboys fans get, they got annoyed the mess out of me. Because even when you're losing, you think you're the best team in the NFL. <laughs> but that being said, uh, you know what? I've, I've rolled with uh, Romo. If, if Romo's back is okay, I think him, Des Bryant, Marco Murray, <laughs> Whitten, safety valve, Terrence Williams. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm sorry. I, I got to change that. Never mind. Uh, Philadelphia, man. I, I got to change my whole collection. I forgot. Dallas Cowboys defensive is stuck. They ain't no way in hell I'm putting this first on the offense. They can't stop it. I, you know, I just thought about that. When I was thinking about all the offense they have, then I started to go to the beach. Sean Lee is out. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm going with McCoy and Chip Kelly. I'm sorry. I hate, I'm sorry, guys. I, I apologize. Philly first, Washington second, Cowboys third, and the Giants will finish dead last because Eli is a turnover machine. Man, what was I, Why did nobody stop me, man? Y'all about to let me make a fool of myself. <laughs> the Cowboys didn't stop anybody. Damn. What about you, FIFO, man? How, how do you see this thing going, man? NFC East, the the beast of the East. How do you see it playing out? Man, first of all, Ken is dead wrong about RG3. First of all, I don't think it's a refusal to slide. I just don't think that this guy knows how to slide. Now, as a running quarterback, you always think that you can outrun a guy, and, and, and I think that RG3 needs to think about that a little bit more. I don't think he's refused. Because we saw in the last, um, or the second to the last preseason game, he slid twice and it was just the most awkward thing in the world. So I don't think it's that he refusing. I think it's just he doesn't know how. And the other thing, too, when he said that we should put him in the likes of Andrew Luck, no, Ken. He should be more, he's more in line with a better Colin Kaepernick. He was in that first year, in that first year in Shanahan's system, he was a one read guy off of the play yeah. action and his own read. He was not reading defenses the way Andrew Luck was reading defenses day one. It's it's different. He his his progression is going to be longer. You know, it, for him to reach that level. Now, can RG do it? I think he has the talent to. Um, and, and and here's the thing. I think that they finished second in the division. I think that it, it might take a little time for that new offense to click. But yo, let's be honest. In that division, who has more weapons than the than the Redskins right now? Nobody in that division has more weapons than they do right now. And and we know that, especially on offense, it's about timing and feel and being in sync. RG3's coming off of that leg injury, new head coach, new system, new weapons. It's going to take a little bit of time. I think that – I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to see the field this year unless, number one, they just suck. Number two, RG gets hurt again. That's the only two ways that – but here's the thing. I don't think that the Redskins are going to suck. I think that they might start off slow, but I think that once it clicks, man, like, it's going to be scary for that division um, because I think that they have enough offensive weaponry to really go against Philly. But because okay. Philly's been in for a year and just Kelly's system, they lost their biggest deep threat to the Redskins. I still think with the addition of Darren Sproles, and, you know, with the incumbent Shady. And that, that, mm-hmm. that's going to be tough because even though you lose a deep threat, 
Chip Kelly's offense is predicated on the run. He wants right. to spread you out, and he wants to hit certain gaps. And now he just has a mini-me version of Shady. So so, so that that's going to be a problem because you can't tell me that they're not going to be on the field at the same time. They're going to be on the field at the same time. And the same way I feel that the Patriots have exploited the tight end position against mm-hmm. linebackers, you're going to see Chip Kelly do that with his running back. And, it, and it's going to be a problem for these linebackers, man. And you're going to start having to put safety and play nickel and, and a whole bunch of different things. That, that's just what I um, But I definitely think Philly finishes first. I think Washington finishes second. I think Dallas finishes third. Um, I, I, I don't think that they're going to have a good year at all. Um, and then the Giants are going to be the rear of that division because, like Ken said, this is the one thing I agree with them on this division. Eli is a turnover machine. I don't know if he turns. Look, Eli is an every-other-year quarterback, and I guess this is not the other year. Um, you know, so I, it might be next year after he's had. But technically, by your, and, and you made a good point about that Saturday when we were filming. Uh, you said every other year, so if, if last year was the bad year for you, folks, this is going to be the good year for Eli. Nah, because this is the first time that he's going to have a new offense in how long? So I, I think that this prolongs the badness. But I, look, I, I'll put this <laughs> here first. Next year, Eli will probably be an MVP contention. Next year. No doubt, no doubt. I see we got a couple of callers on the line, so I'm not going to keep them waiting. I'm going to give you mine, man. Hey, somebody had to break the mold, man. I'm going Giants first. Giants are going to win the oh division by by one Yo. game. Yeah, the Giants. Did you go to Tom Coughlin's wedding? Like, like <laughs> <laughs> the Giants are going to win the division. Philly's going to, and it's going to come down to the last game of the season. You heard it here first. We got the tape mark right here, right now. Going to come down to the last game of the season. I got the Giants winning it. Philly's going to make Philly's going to make the playoffs as well. They're going to come in second. I got Dallas finishing third. I think Dallas will probably finish around eight and eight. Uh, I think that'll be a good season for them. Uh, the, the 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 Washington Redskins are a train wreck, man. I just I don't see anything good happening this year in DC for the Redskins. I, I hope RG three can you know maintain and be healthy. But I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Let's jump to the phone lines. Uh, 646-478-0356 is the number to call. Let's jump to, oh, it looks like my dad's calling in. 843. Dad, what's going on, man? Hey, Carl. How's it going, son? What's up? Oh, nothing much. I was listening to you guys' discussion about the NFCs. I just got in a few minutes okay. ago. Anyway, uh, I was listening to my boys, man, and all of our... Being honest, but they don't see my Giants in the future. Well, I've been a Giant fan since 1956, and I'm not about to start stop now. I you think, think the Giants will win a division? I think it'll get, it's going to be a lot closer uh, than people anticipate because what you saw in preseason is not Eli in that offense. I know he can't be that lousy. Uh, he, I think when he gets in regular season, it's going to be a whole different thing. He'll probably have his timing down. I love the Giants receivers and what they've done at receiver. I love the defense as it is now. I think it's tougher than it was. They've got right. people that can cover that can cover one on one, and that's going to make them the stronger team in the division. Uh, Foles 
I want to see how he does without Deshaun Jackson, without that deep threat. Uh, right. He hasn't convinced me yet. He's one season doesn't convince me of anything, just like RG3. One season doesn't convince me. Now, with him, I believe the key is they have to let RG3 be RG3. If you try and turn him into something that he's not, you're going to get hit with a the, with the bus. He's not going to work. You let him go. Let him be free. Let him take his chances. He runs fast enough to get his butt out of bounds before you get his tail busted. And if right. he's got to, you know, if he's got to take a shot here or there, I hope they put his behind in the weight room. Because I mean, you know, you got a big guy like Cam and uh, in, in in Charlotte. As long as you stay away from his legs, he can take a licking because he's so big and strong. And most of the time, when he runs. He's running over these little DBs, and he's putting the hurt on them. And right. I feel like uh, RG3 just got to learn to not to slide so much, but to pick his spots to get get out of bounds before he gets hit. Uh, he can still be – but as long as he's RG3, if they try and turn him into something else, they're going to have a problem. Uh, I haven't heard what you guys said about the rest of the divisions, but the NFC East – this might be a year that you have some good teams. I still worry about Dallas, not so much because I don't like Dallas, which I never have since Eddie LeBaron was a quarterback when I was in their inception. Uh, but I don't like Dallas because of their owner and their defense. And I tell people all the time, Dallas is not going to do a whole lot until that owner gets smart enough to fire his GM. Uh, fire himself. Their problem... But their defense, their defense is going to hurt them. Their defense keeps hurting them because it's non-existent. They don't have their best athletes on defense are on the shelf. Yeah. Now, if they if they get some of those people back off the shelf, they might have they might feel a decent team. Quite frankly, if they never win, I don't care because I don't like them. If they if they go <laughs> to sixteen for the next five years, it wouldn't hurt me a bit. I, I I concur, but I, I think I think Dallas is uh, I think they'll offensively they with Romo and those weapons I think they have enough to put up points and I think that's going to keep them in games defensively. The, the question is, can they get stops? I don't think so. I mean, but uh, but but time will tell. We got another call that we're going to jump. Oh, to. You got yeah, anything Kyle. else for tonight, Dad? Yeah, before I go, uh, tell FIFO I love him, but his his his. Uh, Love for my boys, man. <laughs> That's okay. I can take it this year. Which which team is that? <laughs> the Giants. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, his, yeah. You know, <laughs> okay. Last place. Come. Oh, what I was gonna say was, if Phil has a bad year, it might not be a next year because uh, this kid, you know, he's he's very comfortable in the system and he does have a few skills. Mm-hmm. Definitely, so uh, definitely, I'm definitely. not saying they 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 go with him, but. If Phil has another year like last year, he they might run him out of town on the rail. You can't have two bad years in row in New York. That's true. That's one true. thing. One thing. One thing. Tom was in. Tom will be in trouble. And if Tom's right. in trouble. Eli's in trouble. All right. That's it. Call right. somebody else talk. I'll be listening. Okay, Dan. So long. Thanks for calling in. All right. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay, so. Phone number, my dad called six four six four seven eight zero three five six. Now let's jump to the six man. Got the six man, my boy Q. Q, 
What up? I guess it would help if I could pull a call up. Here we go. Q, Q, what up? Y'all disgust me. What is what? going on? <laughs> and what is the what is going on? The Giants crowd? The Giants. Giants, man. First off. You heard it here first. We're marking down. It's on the wow, tape. Wow, okay. All right. Um, Eagles. I don't like Nick Foles. I'm an Eagles fan. I don't like him. But the Eagles are going either 10 and 6 or 11 and 5. The schedule is so easy. I don't see us losing. Yeah. And 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 Q, Bradley Cooper. That, that's my point on the Giants. The Giants have an easier schedule than the Eagles do. But the Giants have Eli, so it's a no point. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> yeah. So here's what I'm saying: is that Lashawn McCoy, Darren Spoles, Riley Cooper, Jordan Matthews, Josh Huff, and on the opposite side, I think we got um, what's his name, uh, Jeremy Macklin. Okay. That's ten and six and eleven five right there. Chip Kelly said that we didn't, we didn't even show three percent of the offense in the preseason. Most most teams show about ten to fifteen percent. We didn't even show three percent. They asked Darren Sproles, uh, "Did we get to see what you're going to be looking like this season? At least a, a glimpse." So he said, "You haven't even seen anything yet." So that's ten and six, eleven five right there. The Cowboys are either going seven and nine. I'm sorry, eight and eight. I think it's eight and eight for them. I think they come in second. I mean, yep. the defense is absolutely terrible, but the offense can score. I believe that. I believe in Dez Bryant enough so that he mm-hmm. can make Tony Romo a better quarterback than he oh, no is. Doubt. And Tony Romo can throw the ball, so it's not like Tony Romo's trash. He's just trash in the fourth quarter. He's just awful to me, man. I don't know, but him and if Murray can get his carries and do what he does, I think they come in second. Now here's what gets tricky because. To me, these are the two the two trash teams in the division. I mean, I agree with Ken. RG3, he's on a short leash, bro. I mean, if you just look at the facts, they are waiting for an excuse. They they are just waiting. I just I just know it. They are waiting to get Kirk Cousins in there. Because all the fans have been looking at Kirk Cousins, and, man, he looked, he looked pretty good. Even Stephen yep. A. Smith said, yeah, man, he did look good. But even though it was against seconds, he had so much more pocket composure and a pocket presence that RG3 didn't have. RG3 is running reckless. He doesn't know how to slide. So how do you expect that man to get you to a division win? Deshaun Jackson, all you got to do is jam him at the line. I mean, this is what teams have done to him in the playoffs for years and years. And when he does break one, he's explosive. But, you know, I got to give that man his respect because he did give us all those years in Philadelphia. So respect to him. But jam him at the line. This is easy. I like Garcon. He's cool. Morris is whatever. He, you know, he's a good uh, goal line back. But RG3 was never none much to me. Q. He was just a fashion in the band, dog. Q. Now, hold on. Now, how are you going to be this disrespectful to Deshaun Jackson, dog? I know this, bro. I know this man's wait, 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 film. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know this man. Yeah. Look at the New Orleans Saints Look. versus us last year. And you I, see that one. Just damn him at the line, bro. And I feel you. And, and, but, but, but here's the thing, right? Like, football is a game of inches. And you don't. You don't need Deshaun Jackson every play. Deshaun is not a number one wide receiver. He's a complimentary receiver, meaning that look at his yards per catch. Like, they're astronomical. He's always in the top five every year in the league. So you don't need him. He's not your Wes Welker. He's not a Demarius Thomas. He is a deep threat to lift coverage. And most times, you're, you're right, you could probably jam him with some bigger corners. But, yo, but at the end of the day, First of all, you have to know where he's at. And second of all, all he needs is one play. 
one play changes the game in the NFL. We know that because football, the way that the game is played, those possessions are critical. And when he breaks one, and he doesn't even have to be receiving. It could be punt return. It could be anything. It could be kickoff return. This guy is a playmaker. So I just think that you're devaluing Deshaun Jackson. Well, I'm not devaluing Deshaun. This is just a reflection of what I think of RG3. I, I don't trust him enough to hit him. I, I don't trust him enough to hit him on the fly. I just don't. I think RG3 has eight games, and then they put Kirk Cousins in. I'm being so sincere. Like, I think Burr has eight games, and if only if he's playing bad. If he's playing bad, he's got eight games. Then they'll put him in the last half of the season, see what Kirk Cousins does. And if they just don't do it, you know, I see them going, you know, seven wins, maybe six and ten. I mean, really. I don't, I don't, I don't really trust them that much. The Giants, this is just absolutely disrespectful to the Eagles, dog. Kyle, really? The Giants? Wow. Yeah, right. I'm have telling you, you look at, you have to look, you, you got to look at the schedule and, and, and put your fandom aside and look at it objectively. And here's the thing, like, and I think uh, FIFO said it best. I, Chip Kelly, I got to be sold on that. I'm not sold on it. I, I got to see They've got a whole year of film on Chip Kelly and Nick Foles. You started your call by saying you don't trust Nick Foles, and you're an Eagles fan. <laughs> Imagine what non-Eagles fans are saying about Nick Foles. And I'm not saying he can't get the job done. I just I, I got to see it. I got to see it against better competition. I mean, he threw seven touchdown passes last year, last year in a game against the Raiders. Okay. Yeah, Let me see you do that against Denver. Let me see you do that against uh, I don't know the Bengals. The schedule's tougher this year, so you know you're not. Foles and Chip Kelly aren't sneaking up on anybody, and that's why I think they're they're going to take a slight step back. I think they have more than enough to make it to the playoffs, but I think that's where the Giants are going to step up. I trust Nick Foles. I trust him to dink and dunk and split the seams more than I trust Eli to make plays and, and let it fly. I just don't trust Eli Manning, bro. Mm-hmm. Who they had a, a running back? Rashard Jennings? Well, who was he at? O- Oakland last year or whatever? Okay. I didn't haven't seen much of him. I heard he's all right. Victor he Cruz did. is a fly receiver to me. I mean, they on the, the outside. Kid, Odell Beckham from uh, LSU. Yeah, but he's out for two, three weeks. And we don't no, know he'll, what, he'll, what, he'll, what, he'll, what he'll be, be back doing. Sunday. He'll be back Sunday. Oh, I don't know. Thompson just said like a few hours ago that he might be two to three weeks away still. Who knows? So it's like we don't know what they're doing. What's up with the defense? I don't. I haven't seen the secondary. I mean, Prince, I like him. I like him a lot. But I don't see them doing much. This division is Philadelphia's to absolutely just run away with because every team – I'm not saying the Philadelphia Eagles are like destiny bound for the Super Bowl. I'm definitely not saying this. But I'm saying that mm-hmm. the Eagles are much less crappy than all of these teams and much more balanced on both sides because the defense of the Eagles is not perfect. It is very easy to exploit. But it's still more solid than a Washington defense, in my opinion. Still more solid than a Cowboy defense. It is much more solid all around, you know, all the positions than a Giants defense. But that's just my opinion. So when it comes to this division, it's the Eagles coming in first. The Cowboys coming in second. I trust Dez enough to make those plays and get those yards because the defense is so bad. But I think they'll have to score those 38, you know, average points. And I think Romo can do that. I think he'll have a good season. The fourth quarter, though, is going to be some funny laughs, though. Third, okay. I see the Redskins and fourth, the Giants. I just don't see it happening for them. Even Stephen A. Smith, an avid Giants fan. 
says that there's just not enough. Like, Eli should be embarrassed of him. So I know preseason is not indicative of what's going to happen for a lot of teams. But when you start out the first snap of the preseason with a fumble, it's like, come on, bro. Like, you know. Well, keep in like, mind, Q, the Giants went 5-0 and in the preseason, so. I know, but just his play was so bad. His play was so bad. His play was so awful. And he didn't look like he, like, I did. Eli looked worse to me than I have ever seen him. Like, just he, his feet were not set. His arm didn't look right. And the one thing I can say is that Cruz, I feel like Cruz, Cruz is good. You know, the dance is great. But other than that, you know, I don't, you know, I don't trust anyone in this division. Like I trust who does all from a person looking from the outside looking in. If I was an Eagles fan, I'd say, yo, yeah, Nick Foles and two of the most prolific running backs in the league to today on the same team. Come on, bro, Shady McCoy going for two thousand this year, man. And we don't know what Jordan Matthews can. Everyone's saying, you know, Jerry Rice. You heard it here first. You said Shady's going for two thousand. Anybody else buy that? I hope he does because he's on my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> yep, me too. I'm, I'm pulling for it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Q, I know you, you, you chimed in a little earlier before we went on the air about uh, Wes Welker. Did you have any thoughts on him before we get before you get out of here? Man, Wes Welker, but Man, he popping mollies. Dancing with horses. Like, throwing out hundreds. Like, this man was on one. So, like, he was out here, bro. Like, you know, the fact that he had the goal to do that, I mean, I kind of respect it more than I'm mad at it, to be honest, because this man was throwing out hundreds at a derby. Like, man, you real for that. But, you know, from a Denver standpoint, if I was one of their fans, I wouldn't be that worried because you still got what's um, Demarius. And people all mm-hmm. people forget about that Denver signed Emmanuel Sanders from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's all his ass off. People are sleeping. I don't want people to act like he's not a good player. He's great. I like him. Um, you know, you still got you know Monte Ball on the back end, the running back. Uh, you still have Peyton Manning, one of the best, obviously. So I don't think Wes Morgan is going to be, you know, too much, you know, missed because they still have all these weapons and they got some weapons on the defensive side. But before I get out of here, I just want to say real quick that if Denver can't get nasty on the offensive side and the defensive side of the ball. And they're not going to win the Super Bowl because okay. you saw what happened with uh, DJ Swanger, how Peyton got up in the trade. I like that when I see that from Peyton. But I felt like it was a little out of character in that setting. It was like a preseason game. I was like, you know, show me that when the game is on the line and you got to get in your players' faces and you got to get everyone riled up and say, let's go out and come back down 14. You know, let's let's, let's go do this because we have to win the Super Bowl. I'm trying to make a legacy. You know, I have one, obviously. But let's go make a legacy for Denver in 2014-2015 season. So, I mean, Denver, they, they have to be nasty because Seattle's coming forward, man. Seattle looks like the best team in the preseason along with Green Bay. Shout out to those two teams. And also Pittsburgh, I'm going to roll them with them. Le'Veon Bell, McGarrett Blunt, Drew Archer, Martavius Bryant, Antonio Brown. Stop playing. That offense is nothing to fuck with. All right. Okay. You got anything else for us in IQ? Nah, man. Go Eagles, man. <laughs> 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 All right, Q. Hey, we'll holler next week, Detroit man. Too. What'd you say? Pulling for Detroit, man. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, hey. We're going to see Detroit what Detroit versus do. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, Q. We'll holler All right. next week, All man. Right, peace. Peace. peace.
phone number, Q call, 646-478-0356. You still got time to get those calls in. We got about 30 minutes left on the show, so hit us up, 646-478-0356. Now let's jump to the NFC North. Now, when you say black and blue, um, I mean, this. I think this division defines black and blue. Remember the teams in the division, Minnesota, Green Bay, Detroit, and Chicago. So I'll start right there, man, with the Detroit representative, man. Hey, BZ, you call it, man. How do you see the NFC North playing out, man? Uh, I got the uh, Green Bay Packers, NFC North, taking it. Uh, I think, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, that's the way they're looking right now in the preseason. I mean, he's looking super sharp. I mean, mm-hmm. I, he's looking like the best passer in the in the in the league with the best arm right now, best you know pass quarterback in the league right now. And uh, yeah, I, I just great. I know hey, Lacey go out there running the ball like he's supposed to. Uh, Aaron Rodgers got the weapons to throw to. I, I don't know if their defense is as strong as their offense is looking, but mm-hmm. you know if you if you can hell if, you, if Aaron Rodgers can easily go out there and score 40, 50 points. You know what I'm saying? And, and, Throw that many touchdowns and, and get them victories every week. And plus, their schedule is not that super tough, like that tough, tough. So, I can see Green Bay taking the NFC North, man. And um, second place, I have I got I got Chicago Bears. I got the Chicago Bears in second okay. place. Okay. Uh, I think I, I don't know. I just for some reason I think oh, uh, Jay Cutler might have a not saying he's gonna have an outstanding Hall of Fame year. But he's going. I think he's going to have a much better year this season than he did last season, and I, you know, I think the defense is going to do just enough to, you know, to hold up and let the offense do their thing. I think Jeffries, uh, what's it, the running back Alfred Jeffries? Um, I think he's going to do his thing. You know, Brandon Marshall. He's going to eat just because of Brandon Marshall. This is the same way I feel that Golden Tate's going to eat just because of Megatron. And then you know, Matt Forte is going to be Matt Forte. If Matt Forte stay healthy, you know, I, I still think that Chicago offense is going to go out there and go on a roll. Um, third place, I got my Lions. I got some reason I, I always get my hopes up. I, I, was, I, was, I was I was actually suspect, expecting us to least, if not take the series. We actually had not the series, but division. We had the division in our hands last year, and we we yeah. we still yeah, didn't we did. take it. We still didn't take it. So you know, based off that, man, yeah, we picked up Golden Tate. We got a we got a so called. You know, uh, uh, athletic basketball player tight end that we drafted, which I still think we should have got win defense in the first round, but that's another story. Um, defense still looked kind of shaky, even though it's preseason. Yeah, we were seeing a lot of second stringers and third stringers out there, but it was just times where I was just like, "Oh my God, Detroit, what are y'all doing defensively?" So, you know, it, it looks like it just seemed like the moves that they've been making in the off season in the past couple of years is like, okay, we're going to be a team where. You gonna you gonna have to race us to forty or race us to fifty to beat us or whatever you know with the heck whatever mm-hmm. defense and, you know we got to and then, you know another thing too with Matt Stafford he's under new coaching system so we don't know how he's you know taking in the whole offensive right now it it, it might not be to next year before Matthew you know Matt Stafford finds his stride he might not find his stride this year where people kind of gunning for him this season so it's like well he's under a new coach now because every year every other couple of years Detroit always fire coaches and everything and then we just start back from square one so. You know, hopefully Matthew Stafford can get on the gun and get this offense moving quick. But I still got Detroit coming third. Yes, I'm. I'm a fan. I'm a diehard line. Okay, fan. okay. I'm honest. I'm. A, I'm gonna still be honest about my squad when it is. If we're good, and I think we're good, I'm gonna say it. But I still got us. 
being coming in third place, man, and then you know, last place, last place I got uh, Minnesota. Even though shit, Minnesota beat us twice last year, and um, yeah, yeah, no, no, they did. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> Detroit. Oh God! Even though we did sweep uh, Chicago Bears last year, which I was happy about, but we lost twice to Minnesota. When we, when we were supposed to beat Minnesota and, and still take that division and not let Chicago and Green Bay get it. We we choked and we let Minnesota beat us, man. So ah, but I, I still got them last. I got them last in the division. I just don't think Minnesota just got enough firepower, you know. Even though they got some good sleepers on that wide on the wide receiver end and the tight end, I think Randolph gonna have a good year this year because um, he's he's back uh, with his offensive coordinator, which which he likes a lot. So I think Randolph right. might get might get a lot of targets for him this season. Um, but yeah, Minnesota fourth, Detroit third, uh, Chicago second, and Green Bay taking the NFC North. Okay, okay, okay. Ken, what about you, man? Tough NFC North, man. How, how do you see it playing out? Um, this this is tough. This one was actually uh, really tough for me because I, you know, I've been sitting here looking at it, and you know, I like Megatron, and and you guys know I like Stafford a lot, and I want those. Of course, you do. I want them to win. <laughs> but you got to be realistic. You know, Green Bay, they'll, they'll win this division. They, they got the running back. They, they got the receivers. They got the quarterback. They can get the ball to the receivers. It, it's their division, I think, to lose. Chicago and, and Detroit will play them tough along with Minnesota. I think AP and the new system that North Turner will install will, will wreak havoc. Their castle will be able to win some games for them. I just don't think it'll be enough games. Um so I think that they'll they'll definitely compete. They'll they'll eat up some some wins from the other teams, but I don't think it'll be enough. Uh, the Chicago Bears, I don't believe in Cutler. I, I really don't. I, I think they're gonna have a down year this year. I do okay. like and have started to respect Brandon Marshall. The guy can play. Ashawn Jeffrey uh, is definitely is mm-hmm. helping the opposite side of him. Cutler just gives the the heck out of me. And I don't know if, if, if they can do what they need to do uh, to win enough games in that division. I'm putting more faith in Jim Caldwell than B. So um, I think they've had a lot of down years, but I also think they didn't have the coach they needed to get them quite over the hump. If you look at a lot of, a lot of the wins that Detroit won during the last few years, a lot of them were when they were called the comeback cats. And, and Stafford and Megatron had to come back and win all of those games down the stretch, and that's how they managed to have a winning season. That's without the coach. So you have that moxie still in place, and you install the coach that won in Indy, then, hey, I think he can, he can really have a nice effect on Detroit if he can install the winning culture in that locker room and get them guys mentally to, to be, believe in themselves and play better. They they have the defensive line, you know, with and Sue and, and Fairley and, and all those guys. Cornerback, I don't know quite how they'll play this year, but I believe in Jim Caldwell a little bit more than I believe and I think it's Tressman in Chicago, even though he's proven uh that he, even though he he's done a lot more with what he's had than than the Detroit has, but Detroit didn't have a coach. So, for me, Green Bay first, I'm going with Detroit second, Chicago third, and Minnesota. We uh, will pull up the rear, mainly because I just don't think Castle is 
fight the answer they need. So I'll take Cutler over Castle. And that's who I have. That's my, those are my rankings. Okay, okay, okay. Um, shout out to my man Dylan uh, on Facebook, man. Dylan said he, he's got Detroit, Green Bay, Chicago, then Minnesota. He's the only person I've seen that picked uh, – Detroit over Green Bay or anybody over Green Bay to win the division. Um, let's see, did we get? Did I get one from FIFO? Nope. Okay, my bad. Go ahead, FIFO. What's your? Uh, how do you see this one going as far as the NFC North? Um, you know, I think when you, when you look at divisions, it's pretty much simple. The best quarterback to the the division, and I think that in the NFC North, you know, I think you're on point. It is a black and blue division. But Green Bay, you know, Aaron Rodgers was another guy we all had in our top five. So I think they win the division. Um, and, and, I, and I think that their advantage is this. They play arguably in the coldest um, uh, stadium in the NFL. And mm-hmm. that doesn't hurt them when they play turf teams. You see okay. what I'm saying? So they're able to go out and play in brutal cold weather and they're able to run up a score against a turf team. So I, I think that's an advantage that they have. I think the second-best team in the division is Detroit. But the problem with Detroit is they don't play as well out there in the cold as Green Bay does. So I, so I think it's a little bit of a detriment to them. But I think talent-wise, Detroit might be, you know, by far the most talented team top to bottom in this division. Um, the difference is I think it is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Matt Stafford is, is a great quarterback, but I think he's closer to Jay Cutler. You know, uh, cannon arm, decision-making at times is suspect, and, you know, just too many turnovers. Uh, but outside of that, you know, I, I, think, I think Detroit is a great team, and I think Detroit can maybe win this division, but it really depends on Caldwell's impact on Matt Stafford. If Matt Stafford could turn, turn down the interceptions, um, not have as many turnovers and just take the play. See, that's that's the problem with a big arm quarterback. They always want to make the big play instead of just taking the play, you know. And um, I, I think that's what's been really hurting Matt Stafford to really take that next step. So I think that if he's closer to that under the tutelage of Caldwell, I think that they can win the division. But right now I have a Green Bay uh, mainly because of Aaron Rodgers. Then I have Detroit. Then I have Chicago. Can't trust Cutler. Um, again, I think they might be even more more talented than Green Bay, uh, Chicago. But um, you know, I just I, I do not trust Cutler. I like Cutler, um, you know, because in the NFL, who else are you going to get better than Cutler? That's your guy. You got to mm-hmm. roll with him. And I understand it. it's a business, and, and that's the best that you can get. So you got to go. Uh, and Minnesota, I think eventually. Um, just because I don't think Minnesota is going to win a lot of games, I think we're going to see Bridgewater. And I think by the time Bridgewater does get in there, he's going to look really good. And I think that that's right. the future of their franchise as well. Um, unfortunately, you know, those talks that um, Jerry Jones and AP had, I think AP's time is done um, in Minnesota. And, 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 and not to be disrespectful or nothing like that, I just – the organization has failed him. He was a great running back, you know, almost like yep. Ladanian. Ladanian had more pieces around him and they couldn't do it. But, you know, the whole time AP is there, has been there, it's been AP. And, and, and he's not going to win there. And I think that his championship window is really closing. And if I was him, I, I would want to go somewhere else that, 
you know, that, that I could probably win. What team that mm-hmm. is, I don't know. Um, and, and I don't think AP should force it. I don't know when his contract is up, but, you know, if, if I was him, I would definitely be looking for uh, a different passion to run on. But Minnesota finishes last again. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I got uh, NFC North, man. I got Green Bay, then I got Detroit, then I got Chicago, then Minnesota. FIFO, you make a good point about uh, teams going outside. But keep in mind, this year and I think next year, uh, any when, when they play Minnesota at home, uh, Minnesota's playing outside at the University of Minnesota. So their stadium is being built. So um, for at least for the next two years, if you go to Minnesota, you hope you get them early in the season. Uh, late in the season, you're outside. So that could be some, you know, a home field advantage for them as well. Um, I got Green. I think Green Bay is the cream of the crop, but I think uh, a lot of that, and I think what happened with Green Bay last year was that they uh, they had, uh, you know, with Aaron Rodgers getting hurt, I think that hurt them, and subsequently they fell behind in the standings. Um, but I think Detroit and Chicago, man, are right there, and I think Minnesota is going to be in a dogfight. They're going to they're put you in a dogfight every single week. Uh, like I said, it's, it's, it's known as the black and blue division, and I think it's definitely going to shape up like that. Uh, the phone number to call, 646-478-0356. You're locked in to Dead End Sports. I'm your host, 12 Kyle. With FIFO, B, and Kim, we're talking about the NFL preview. This is the place where the sports opinions collide. Uh, make sure that you check us out. If you miss any parts of this show, check out the archives at blogtalkradio.com backslash deadendsports. Also, you can check us out on iTunes as well as Stitcher Radio. Uh, make sure that you go to YouTube. When the show is over, go to YouTube, check out our videos, watch, and more importantly, subscribe to our channel, youtube.com backslash deadendsports. Uh, let's see. Next, let's take it to the NFC South. NFC South. B, I'm going to start with you, man. H- how do you see the NFC South playing out? Ah, man. NFC South. I think this one. Well, nah, I'm going to go with my boy Drew Brees, man. I'm going to go with New Orleans taking NFC South. Um, I think, you know, whenever you get Brees in that dome, I think they, I think, I think their home record is going to be pretty much nice. They, their home record is always nice because Drew Brees right. always – he always have out of body experiences whenever he's playing in the dome. And whenever he's playing at home or in the dome, period, he is like balling out of control. But overall, I think, and they got their first test against the Atlanta Falcons, the first game of this first Sunday. Yes, sir. So gonna be yes, sir. Sunday but, 1 o'clock um, at the Georgia Dome. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think this, and I think based off what FIFA and Cam said previous divisions, the best quarterback usually kind of wins that division. So I think Drew Brees. I think they're going to pull it out and get that division. Probably they might win that division by a game. I can see them winning that division by one game. Um, second, God, man, it hurts me to I, – I would put Carolina there just based off their defense, but offensively they just – I feel sorry for Cam Newton. I feel sorry for Cam Newton yeah. and, and what that organization has failed to put together for him, you know, as far as putting the weapons and pieces around him. I think, you know, and we talked about this this past weekend, like, Cam Newton is, was like right there. He he's on the cusp of being that being listed in those elite QBs, but now he's it's like he's gonna take some more steps back because you don't you don't got no weapons around him. I don't know they're running game and stuff. State you know now the receivers are go, you know are gone. I don't know who he's throwing to with the, besides Greg Olson. Um, so I mean I want to put Carolina as second. I'm proving guys. Yeah, I don't got yeah. I just got I, I got to go with Atlanta Falcons probably with second just because you know Matt Matty. 
that, Ryan? You know, good good um, IQ quarterback, man. He, hopefully his weapons, if his weapons stay healthy, you know, uh, Julio Jones and Whitey White, along with Douglas, you know, got to run again. I, I doubt if Steven Jackson's going to stay healthy. He's going to get hurt by, like, week five, week six. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think, you know, and their defense is not slouch. I mean, it's not great, but it's not – it's a respectable defense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I can see Atlanta, you know, probably, like I said, missing that NFC South by one game to New Orleans or whatever. Um, I got them second. They, like I said, if, if healthy and if they, if, if they take it on all centers, they can take it. They can take the division. But I've got them close second. Um, third, I got, I got, I got Carolina. Just like I said, they defense man. Their defense really surprised me last year. I, I, I didn't really. I was sleeping on their defense. I didn't know how. How good their defense was, and and they got mean linebacker. That front seven is mean, man, and um, you can't sleep on that. So uh, yeah, Carolina, like I said, I would have had them second, but this is offensively they just look like they're in shambles. Um, and then you know last I got I got I got Tampa Bay last. You know even though as much as I respect Lovey Smith over there, you know, but he's he working with a new new you know new system, new roller guys. I don't, you know I don't know how they're gonna take in the new the new coaching system. I respect them though. Huh? What you think? You want to say something? Oh, I hear my echo. That's what I hear. But um, yeah, I, I got I got Tampa, I got Tampa Bay last. I got them last. All right, what about you, FIFO man? How, how do you have the uh, NFC South? NFC South. Um, uh, I think you know last year was, was was not Atlanta's year. Obviously, uh, injuries took a toll. But you know that's part of football. The the attrition is crazy. That's why it's so hard to predict. So. You, yeah. You're right, Kyle. Some, somebody at week, you know, 17, 18, 19, like we're, one of us is going to look like a genius, and probably the majority of us are going to look like dumbasses. But it's cool. This is entertainment right here. So um, I definitely think New Orleans wins this division this year. I think offensively they're probably going to be the most explosive that, they, that they've been in the past couple years since the uh, – whole uh, incident with Sean Payton, you know, being suspended a whole year and all that. I think we're going to see that New Orleans team again. I think Atlanta finishes second. Um, we're healthy. And it wouldn't surprise me if we won the division this year uh, because of our health and because of the weapons. In the NFC, let's be honest, uh, th- th- there's not many teams that have Julio on one side, Roddy White on the other side, and mm-hmm. in both slot positions, Harry Douglas and Devin Hester. That's a lot to contend with if you are a defensive team. I don't care who mm-hmm. you are. That's 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 a lot of firepower. And Matt Ryan is a hundred million dollar quarterback. He just has to um, he just has to win like one. He's played like one. He just hasn't won like one. So now you know now, now's the time. So it wouldn't surprise me if they win the division this year. But I'm picking New Orleans as of right now. Atlanta, a very close second. Um, unlike B, I think that Tampa Bay makes a big jump. Uh, yeah. Lovey Smith is bringing his guy in terms of a quarterback, McCown. Uh, we already know what he does defensively. It doesn't take him more than a year or two for that team to turn around. Um, and and I, I just think that they make – I think they finish third mainly because I feel like Carolina has, as an organization, has let Cam down. Um, I think Ron Rivera probably gets fired due to no fault of his own outside of them just losing because they don't have a good enough team. I think defensively they're going to be stellar again. 
But just offensively, when you look at the other two teams, the two top teams in this division, Carolina can't hang with them offensively. And I think that mm-hmm. Tampa Bay this year, I, I just have a feeling they finish better than Carolina. You know, it, it's a new regime, new energy. Um, yeah, so I, I just think Tampa Bay finishes uh, third. Carolina finishes fourth with New Orleans or Atlanta flip-flopping. But I have New Orleans number one, Atlanta number two for now. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Ken, what about you, man? NFC South, how do you see it playing out? Uh, I got the Saints winning the division. Atlanta finishing second, Tampa third, and Carolina fourth. I hate to do my man Cam like that, but um, man, I just I, no weapons, no weapons, man. Mm-hmm. And, and without weapons, you you just you lost these Smith. You got a rookie. You're just not going to win. I don't know how good that defense will be or will it be, you know, or even if it will be good enough to, to win the games that it managed to win last year. Uh, big things are expected out of Tampa Bay out of Tampa Bay this year. Uh, new coach, I believe in Lovey more than I believe in a coach in Carolina. Same way I believe in uh, Sean Payton more than I believe in Milton Atlanta. That's why I got okay. New Orleans off of Atlanta because – I saw the Colts lose a lot of games for Atlanta last year before they lost their weapons. So that being said, uh, that's who I have. New Orleans one, Carolina, I mean, New Orleans first, Atlanta second, Tampa Bay third, and Carolina fourth. I got, um, I got, I got the Falcons first. Uh, much like people, I think you, you could, you could make a case for, the Falcons and the Saints flip-flopping. I got the Falcons finishing first. The Saints finishing a close second. Uh, Tampa Bay, man, is going to surprise a lot of people. I think anytime you have a team that is new and improved and, and have wholesale changes, new coach, excuse me, new coaches and everything, I think uh, Lovey Smith is going to do a lot. And, 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 and don't get it twisted, Tampa already had a lot of talent on that team, so I think they're going to be uh, a very close third. Um, I, I see Carolina finishing at the bottom of the division. Um Keep in mind with the NFC South over the last five or six years, no team, the team that's won it has not won the division. Nobody's won it consecutive years. So I'm not going to pick New Orleans. I'm going to go with the Falcons. Let's, before we, and we're, it looks like we got about 10 minutes left. Real quick, let's go through the NFC West and then, our, then we'll get our Super Bowl predictions. Ken, I'll start with you. NFC West, how do you see it going down? Seattle, hands down. Uh, Seattle. Um, we'll win that division. San Francisco will finish second. Arizona, a close third. And the Rams, of course, losing Bradford, will uh, finish last. Okay, what about you, FIFO? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm with Ken with Seattle. Uh, hands down, that you know, they're ready. They're ready. Um, San Fran is second. Arizona's third. St. Louis is fourth. Okay, okay, okay. What about you, B? Um, I got Seattle at first, and I got Arizona second. I think I, I think okay, might, <laughs> I knew that was coming from I somebody. Think, I think Arizona might mess around and, and, and pop some folks in the mouth, man, and kind of shock some people a little bit, man. It, it just seemed like Colin Kaepernick. I, I think I think the scout is already out on him, man. I don't know if they're gonna. If they're going to pull it out and, and be, you know, fighting for that NFC West with Seattle, man, I got a feeling they might take a small step back this upcoming yeah. season. I think I think Arizona might take a step forward. And, you know, they deep, yeah. some people play defense. Their defense is good. You know, now they got – they finally, you know, uh, Larry Fitzgerald got a quarterback, at least somewhat of a decent quarterback throwing him the ball now. 
And uh, I keep hearing, you know, great things about their running game. I never trusted an Arizona running back, even as a fantasy football player myself. I've never oh, no. yeah. been comfortable. Can't trust. Yeah, I've never been comfortable. Yeah, I've never been comfortable with drafting a uh, Arizona running back. So, but you know, I keep hearing good things about their running game this season uh, from the coaches and offensive coordinators and stuff. Defense, they do not. <laughs> the whole NFC West defense is good. So Arizona second, I got San Fran third, and then I got uh, St. Louis last. Okay. What about you, FIFO? He already went. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, for me, I got Seattle, I got San Francisco, and then I got Arizona. Arizona is going to be in the mix, I think. If if they can get some type of consistent play out of their quarterback, I think they'll be in the mix. The Rams, man, I had such high hopes for the Rams, man, but with Bradford going down, I don't think it's going to happen for them. Um, last but not least, man, let's round out the show, man. Ken. Give us the two teams that will be at the Super Bowl this year. Man. Man, dog. I, I, I don't even know, man. This, this, <laughs> like, Seattle looks so, so ready, and so does Indianapolis, man. But I, to have both teams go again, I don't know, man. That's, that's, that's tough. But um, I will. Ah, I, I, I'm gonna go Denver, man. I, I think the defense, offensively, we know what they got. I hate to do this, but I, I think the improvements they made on the defense will make a difference. So I, I, I see them returning back to the Super Bowl, and and out of the NFC, um, New Orleans. Okay, and who's your winner? Denver. Okay, okay, okay. FIFO, what about you, man? Super Bowl prediction, man. Who, who do you have coming from the AFC and who do you have coming from the NFC? Man, you know, um, look, I feel like, Ken, I, I think, you know, how many times have we seen a repeat Super Bowl? Um, not often, but we rarely seen an offense like Denver's and we rarely see a defense like Seattle's. So I'm going back with a rematch, and unfortunately, I don't think Peyton gets his second ring. Um, I, I think I think Seattle repeats, man. Um, they, they just look so wow. ready. Wilson looks so much more ready to take more of the load offensively, and uh, that 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 defense they they're not letting up, man. That that boy Cam Chancellor. I'm not even going to talk about Sherman. I'm not even going to talk about the other safety. I think. The tone setter on that defense is Cam Chancellor. As long as that boy right there stay healthy, he keep popping the lights of a Demarius Thomas up in the mouth. Man, look, they gonna win again, man. Okay, okay. So FIFA has got him repeating. What about you, Beasy? Uh, who's in the Super Bowl, man? Yeah, man. I think Seattle is gonna be the first team to repeat since the Patriots. Um, they, them boys are ready, ready, ready. I mean, you know, bar, of course, you know, unpredictable in NFL. If, if some injuries happen here and there or something, you know, we don't know. But just from what I'm seeing from the Seattle Seahawks, they look like they they look like they just got finished playing the Super Bowl like two weeks ago and they still on fire. Like it's like, boy, we still ready. You know, um, Sherman, they 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 got something to prove. Hopefully, he won't get the uh, Madden curse, the cover curse, and won't have a. Um, a nightmare season or something like that because you know how the Madden cover curse to get you. Um, but, you know, 
aside of that, I think I think the boys are ready, man. I think I think they and you know Russell Wilson getting better. Um, he's mature. He's mature even more after winning the Super Bowl. You know, normally after you win the Super Bowl, you kind of be like, oh, yeah, okay, I can take it easy. But right, right, like, right. Kind of rest on your laurels. Yeah, he's he's acting like he never won one yet. So you know, with that mentality going into the season, I think that's pretty good. You know, so I think Seattle, even though it's tough to do in the NFL, but I think they can be the first team to do it since the Patriots ten years ago. So I got them repeating too. Okay, okay. Um, <sighs> NFC man, I, I'm I'm not going with Seattle. I'm going with Green Bay. I, I think a healthy Aaron Rodgers. I think the defense is enough to get it, get them there. I think what's going to happen is I think that NFC, what's going to be key is that NFC West, they're going to beat the hell out of each other. And I think San Francisco, San Francisco's battle, I mean, they're, they're battle-tested, but they're going through some struggles right now. And if San Francisco San Francisco doesn't get out the gate early, it could be problematic for them. But I think San Francisco and Seattle will beat each other up. And um, I see Green Bay, man. Green Bay is going to the Super Bowl from the NFC. Uh, from the AFC, I think it's between New England and and and, uh, and the Col- I was about to say the Colts, <laughs> the New England and the, and the Broncos. Uh, I, I like some of the moves that New England has made. Uh, I, I think this is going to be the year for Peyton Manning, man. I, I really think it's going to be the year for Peyton Manning. So, man, I got Green Bay versus the Denver Broncos in the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning gets his second Super Bowl ring, gets his second Super Bowl MVP. There you have it. Mark it down. <laughs> so, yeah, I, and it's hard to go against Seattle, man, because like like you guys said, the eye test right now, Seattle looks so good right now, man. I mean, they are really going to be tough to beat, man, but that's what we do here. That's what we do here on Dead End Sports. We – we we will prognosticate things, and uh, we're gonna see how it how how it all plays out. So for those of you listening, we we got it. It's recorded. It's live. So you know when the playoffs start, we can go back. <laughs> we can go back and get a clip of this. And and like I said, probably one or two of us is gonna be wrong from the from the beginning. So we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. As I mentioned earlier, man, a lot of great big NFL news. Before we get out of here, you guys want to touch on anything? I think we got a like a minute or two. Uh, yeah, we get out of I here. do. I, I just want to say, make sure y'all ready. Uh, draft the real NFL tomorrow, um, 7 p.m. Yep. Uh, this is what our sixth. This is my sixth year. This is like a, a fantasy league. I started since I moved down here. Since I got a fantasy league with my Detroit homies, this is my doing the one with my Georgia and my Atlanta peeps. So it is our sixth year doing it, and we got Kyle in there this year. This is gonna be his yes, first sir. year. Uh, Can we try to tell him, Ralph? No, Ralph will tell you this is a competitive league. So. We hope you ready. We hope you come ready, man. We we got a female. She won. She won a few years ago. Who I'm cool with. Um, so we even got ladies in there, man. No, no, knowing they stuff. So come you know what my motto is be: if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. I okay. stay ready. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, 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 I'm looking forward to that draft tomorrow too, seven o'clock. So, uh, matter of fact, for those of you in the uh, in the dead end sports football draft, uh, excuse me, fantasy yeah, football league. Uh, make sure that you uh, we, We're going to ask you guys to call in too Because we will be talking trash um, uh, The first week is up And I think uh, it's me and you this week, right Ken? No, me and you Kyle. Oh, me and you, okay, me and Ben so I, I, be, yeah. I, I will be beating B On this week coming up um, oh, 
We get notification. We got about a minute left, man. Got to thank everybody for tuning in, checking us out. Uh, make sure if you missed any parts of the show, make sure that you go to our archives, blogtalkradio.com backslash dead end sports. Check us out on Stitcher. Check us out on iTunes. Leave a comment, five star ratings, and we will read all commentary live on the air. Uh, check out, be on the lookout for our new video that should be dropping in the next day or two on Dead End Sports on uh, on our YouTube channel. So make sure to check that out as well. Uh, that's going to do it for us tonight for the NFL preview uh, for my man Beezy, for Ken, for FIFO. I'm your host, 12 Kyle. We'll holler at you guys next week. Peace! Peace.